What's going on, everyone, and welcome to episode seven of the Chell Stars podcast. We apologize for taking a week break, but I think from here on out, every week we're going to be uh, rolling with episodes. I think we're all good and done with our vacations. So today we're going to have another good one because we have everybody back in action. It's myself, Max, Corey, Kyle, and Aaron. Um, so lately there hasn't been any crazy news around the league. So what we're going to do is with the season coming up in a month or so, we're going to be talking about our top 10 goalies and top 10 defensemen in fantasy. And this is kind of strictly based off our opinions, um, based off stats and just kind of who we've had in the past that we've seen shine and do well in fantasy to help us actually get wins. Uh, Max, I'm going to kick it off to you to start it off. Perfect. Thank you. So I'll just quickly go over a few news, um, you know, articles that went through in the past two weeks while we were on our hiatus there. Um, so it happened just a few days after the Islanders finally signed someone in free agency. Well, at least you can say free agency. It was a few of their RFAs, Romanov, Dobson, Bellows, a few of their other AHLers all signing. Uh, back with the team most of them being bridge deals um not much to say here i mean they obviously lost out on cadre so a few days after that they decided okay well i guess we'll just sign them um i don't think many of us have many opinions yeah at least they finally did something <laughs> yeah um Lou finally woke up yeah back on his nap now so we're all <laughs> good um other than that i mean we had another few depth signings Kessel going to Vegas interesting deal there um with them having all the LTIR money they decided to bring in a bit of reinforcements for one year one and a half mil can't go around with that going for that games played consecutive games played record that'd be cool to see not with Vegas though um let's see I mean other than that oh yeah I was going to say, I think that's a good signing for Vegas. And I bet yeah. Kessel's happy to be out of Arizona, which he <laughs> probably desperately wanted after the first game he's played there when he first signed with them. Yeah, you saw, I think there was a thing he dissed Arizona almost immediately oh, yeah. with that. I think it was something, I don't know how out of context it was taken, but he said it's nice to come into a team that like wants to win. <laughs> so <laughs> interesting. I didn't see that. That's funny, though. Uh, I don't think it was blown up, so who knows how accurate that is. Um, Corey, any opinions? You want to say hi? <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, everyone. Um, it's a very Vegas <laughs> signing to me. I hear this, and I'm like, of course, Vegas signs a big name. Um, only thing I would say about uh, Phil Kessel, uh, he's a top six player he's not really someone who's going to be a grinder and you're like if he's not scoring he's not bringing um anything else so he's got to be in that top six role but uh could be a could be a good fit for vegas i don't know that's all i got <laughs> yeah it's not much there depth signing or top six who knows with vegas um another news coming out of vegas they traded for aiden hill uh from the sharks um, I think it was a fifth round, fourth round pick in a couple of years. Fourth. So fourth, there you go. Good memory, unless you're looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember that for some reason. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think it's because I looked at it right before we started recording. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, another goalie to compete for their crease since Leonard's out. We talked about that last podcast. Cool. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, today, actually, uh, Ottinger finally re-signed in Dallas, uh, going with a bridge deal, I would say. Three years, four mil a year. Pretty good deal, especially if you can carry over what he did in the playoffs, I would say. I think everyone here can say that it's pretty good. Yep. <laughs> Quite unreal in the playoffs, so it, it, especially with the new coach that they got, I can see them being a lot more of an offensive team, um, which might not bode well for the goalie, but it'll bring some excitement back to Dallas Stars hockey. Yeah, yeah, I mean... That's someone they've definitely been wanting to re-sign for a while. They still have the big Jason Robertson to sign. Um, who knows when that will get done, but... Probably we'll... once this is dealt with now. It could be pretty shortly. Yeah, you would assume. I, I thought they might be signed with, within the same hour, both of them, but <laughs> that's not the case. And he's an RFA at the end of this deal, too, which is yes. unreal. That's yes, good to have that kind of team control still. But, yes, yeah, exactly. they need to get Jason Robertson re-signed with not very much cap. That should be interesting. Mm-hmm. So we'll see there. Um, uh, another thing, uh, last point here until we move on into some fun fantasy talk. I know this might be boring, but hey, we'll cover it real quickly. Um, Tage Thompson. I believe two days ago, uh, signs a monster deal, I would say. Seven years, 7.1 blah, blah, blah number at the end of it, uh, starting next summer. Uh, so looking at a guy who got paid big bucks, and I know we've talked a few podcasts already about this on how these deals they're signing are almost based off potential. And this is a prime example again somewhat young player going for big bucks essentially he's crazy good though he's got a wicked shot and he works well believe it or not with jeff skinner and his other line mate yeah had a pretty good year i mean look they're hoping to you know that he can carry that over yeah one good year is a lot to bank on somebody who hasn't really proved himself that much for now being stuck for seven years i mean Hopefully it works out, but you never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and hopefully, I mean, that's true. Mikey made a good point. It kind of helped Skinner this past year after you look at his contract, what he got paid w- with Buffalo. They hope to God it does not turn into a similar scenario with that because their rebuild's turning the corner, I would say. But this could kill them, to say the least. Or not. Positivity. <laughs> Oh, shoot. I shouldn't talk then. <laughs> yeah, go um, ahead, oh, no. <laughs> um, I, I, I was looking at a bunch of stuff about like the analytics on him. Of course you were. <laughs> and, right, um, I think I know what he's going to say. And, and basically, if he continues to perform, like the value of his contract will break even. If he takes even a small step back, which which he shot the puck unreal this year, like like yeah. one of the most inflated 
shot metrics in the league. So I don't see him scoring 38 goals again next year. He's he, he's going to drop off a little bit, I think. And but I don't know if that contract's going to look good for the next couple of years. I mean, I could totally be wrong. He, he could he could just be one of the best shooters NHL's ever seen. And yeah. he's going to be worth every dollar of that contract. But there's it, it's a real risk-reward re- contract where there's a very good chance that he doesn't perform up to what Buffalo's expecting. But, like, good on him for signing that deal because that's going to give him a lot of security. And I think as well, if you look at it from the point of view of, like, Buffalo just hemorrhaging players, like they couldn't keep Eichel, hmm. they couldn't keep O'Reilly, they've, been, they've had issues keeping any goalies whatsoever – like signing this guy to a seven-year deal means more stability if they overpay him a little bit i think that's from their point of view all right because they have a core now they can kind of build off that Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, do you you think this yeah do you guys think that it's also could be like obviously he's not like a mcdavid or like anything like that but like could that attract like you know players that are free agents wanting to sign because they're like oh hey we get to play with this guy because they kind of know what he's about and you know he can score goals and they'll get it points with him be a factor yeah because i mean you don't really want to go somewhere where the team could be completely different in a year or two you want to know what you're getting into so yeah i mean good to have somebody there long term for sure and and the fact that he's like six foot seven i think six foot <laughs> yeah, eight I so, like yeah. he's a like, tall he's he's a big boy he can hold his own so it's not like anyone's gonna have to like stick up for this guy at all like that's just one less thing for 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 people to worry about as well yeah six six it has on here but out there he's a monster yeah Mm mm-hmm so, yeah, I think we'll move on here. So I think all of us are eagerly waiting to talk about this. We've been discussing this for behind the scenes for a while now. We did our homework behind the scenes. We all filled out our top 10 fantasy goalie and defense rankings, defenseman rankings, um, according to our essentially scoring, I would say. So the way we do it year to year believe it's kind of known as like a bangers league um so it's points hits and blocks are kind of the main ones um if i'm missing a power play points shorthanded so it's kind of a bit of everything but hits and blocks do play a factor so it's not just strictly points so that might impact a few things and we'll get into that as well (laughs) shots as well yeah that's a good one uh plus minus but that's not much so (laughs) Um, so we're going into Aaron's domain here. Shout out. We've talked about it before. Maybe all this talk about her always winning will jinx her this upcoming year. They're trying so hard to curse me. I hope so. so. We're all hoping so. (laughs) It's not going to (laughs) work. So I think it's only fair, dude, that we start off. So we're going to kind of take it two at a time. Um, talk about two, you know, goalies, um, up 10 to one, and then we'll give kind of like a dark horse candidate, um, who we each personally think will do, you know, either really good or even exceed expectations this past, this upcoming season. 
Um, for goalies, I should also note that the main factors are wins, saves, shutouts, uh, and goals against. So, and losses. Yeah, yeah. And well, points. yeah, losses. Yeah. yeah. So, none of that. So it's more or less everything taken into account. So, I'll start us off. So we averaged out our rankings based off our top ten. Um, coming in at number ten, we have Tristan Jari. Pittsburgh goalie, they've re-upped a lot of their core um, to stay the course this year. So it's looking more or less the same. Their goal, they're looking like a playoff team again, I would say. Um, based off of what they can do in the playoffs, we'll have to wait and see. But I can see Jari being a pretty good goalie. He's always been pretty consistent uh, other than that one playoff <laughs> year. Um so, I mean, that's more or less all I have to have, just kind of say with him. I'll pass it off since I've been talking a while here. <laughs> I'll pass it off to Aaron if she wants to start us off. I just mean, me. yeah, I would just kind of agree with all that. My ranking had Jari in exactly position number 10, so I like that that worked out. Um, I am curious, Kyle, you thought he was worth 7th place. <laughs> Why do you think he is that high? Great question. <laughs> um, Did you mean to do that? I'm, I'm like looking at my rankings. I'm like, why are some of these guys in these positions? Um, oh, you have uh, like compared to our seven that are realistic. Yours is a little bit hefty, but <laughs> well, it, it's yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why I pushed some of these goalies down the list so far. Um, I mean, Jari's consistent, I have... but he's never been that high in our rankings. I I just see like like Pittsburgh came off a down year last year where they just battled injuries all year. I'm hoping and I, and I think a lot of my ranking here was just saying like Pittsburgh can't be as injured this year. <laughs> Pittsburgh's a pretty deep team up front this year. Um I think I think Pittsburgh's going to put put all those pieces together and make one last run at the cup and I think Jari's going to benefit off that um quite a bit from our from our fantasy league perspective. So I think that's why I had him a bit higher. I see Pittsburgh having a better chance to make the playoffs than, than the Canucks. And when I made these rankings, the flames, cause they didn't have Kadri. So that's why I had him a bit higher up there. Yeah, that's I'm looking at it now. And that list is interesting. So we'll be, we'll be going to you a few times. this. Oh, list. do it, do it. I, I love to talk about, this kind of stuff even yeah. I, oh I, yeah i just love to talk and yeah these these rankings are whack so <laughs> so but I'm, but I'm willing to defend them you did it on purpose i think <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I, I just want more airtime. Yes. <laughs> what are you laughing at mikey uh, you're funny dude thanks mm -hmm. so all right we'll move on to number nine here so I'm. I still have a lot of hard feelings with this guy because I had him last year. Uh, Connor Hellebuck. I think I picked him as the second or third goalie in fantasy last year out of the draft, and he was a major disappointment. He plays a lot of games. That's, you know, fair to him. That's good for fantasy. But when it came came to wins, and goals against, it was a disaster. I think he got pulled a lot of nights whenever he faced avalanche i think he let in about six 
but it was nice because I had Landis Cog, so he bagged a couple hat tricks. <laughs> that evens out. It even it was nice nights, um, except for the negative points for him. But he was a disappointment. I had him ranked twelve in my list, so comes just a little bit higher than that. Um, I kind of want to pass it off to Corey because he has him ranked at number six, and I'm curious as to why. Yeah, I have Connor Hellebuck ranked at number six. Maybe I'm living in a few years ago, but um, like you said, the guy plays a lot of games. So why wouldn't you take him in fantasy? I mean, he plays a lot of games. Winnipeg, yeah, they're, I don't really know what to – Hard to expect Winnipeg. I don't think they're going to be top of the um, cream of the crop, top of the league there. But uh, he plays a lot of games. He'll get wins. He'll get some shutouts. Uh, so, yeah, I'd put yeah. him at number six. I mean, the game is you know, you, you know what you're going to get. You're going to get a lot of games, and he's a good goalie. So you shouldn't have a lot of bad nights. Like, he shouldn't be getting pulled a lot, you know? Uh, consistent. So he's, he's a consistently um, top-tier goalie on an average team. So, yeah, I would I would uh, stand by where I put him. Hellebuck's an interesting actually... one to me because we've always sort of drafted him like the top three maybe goalie picks the last few years. And I feel like him as a goalie hasn't really got that much worse i guess it just goes to show how winnipeg's been performing the last couple years seeing he's dropped this far down our list yeah 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 Yeah. like corey mentioned uh we all really don't know what to expect with winnipeg this year i think that kind of played a big part into these rankings because if they did more with their free agency or saw a trade or two there then maybe we'd have more clarification but i don't think there's really much to uh go and do on it <laughs> i just see them getting you know, consistently worse every off season the past couple of years so there so that's why i don't have him super high on mine but if he was on carolina he'd still be like a like a i mean carolina's a pretty good team but if he's on like a if he was on like calgary or edmonton he, he'd still be like a top three or four pick in my mind oh yeah it's it's just because winnipeg is not going to be good this year bold prediction we'll see <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah all right kyle do you want to give us number eight yeah um number eight was wait who had him last year in this league oh was no. it well <laughs> was it aaron fat kyle no it was not me was it, it was you kyle? i think so okay yeah, so i'm in like remember. three different leagues well it's okay i'm in three different leagues so i forget what players i have in what league i know that i had sorrows and he was killer for me anyways number eight is sorrows he was absolutely <laughs> unreal last year um, shutouts, stealing games. The guy was a stud. In in my rankings, I have him ranked third, which was way higher than everyone else. Yeah. Where did Corey didn't even have him? Sorry, I'll pass it off to Corey in a minute here. Um, but then Aaron, Max, and Mikey in that seven eight range. Um, 
yeah, Saros was unreal last year for me, so, so so I'm holding that close to my heart, even though I don't think Nashville's going to be good. Um, I, I still so, think sorry, Saros I'm is... I'm going to interrupt you for a quick second, because you keep saying you had Saros last year. You in one of my Saros leagues, I don't know. In our league, did do you remember I, did what I drop him? him? Did I drop him? <laughs> yes, you did. Okay. In, in one of my Very other leagues, quickly. I had him. In one of my other leagues, I had him all year, and it was fantastic. You you were the victim of the vulture. Actually, you picked him up. Yeah, and finished thirteenth in our league on somebody else's team. Was it Rayhan? Actually, it was Rayhan. Yep. Oh shit! Sorry. Uh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> don't worry. We have an explicit warning. Perfect. Um. Okay. In 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 one of my other leagues, then I picked him up in free agency, and he was unreal. Like the guy was a stud. Got me so many points, but. I guess I dropped him in our league, like an yeah, absolute I'm sure dummy. Yeah, yeah, if Rayhan's <laughs> listening, I'm sure he agrees. Um, Corey, no, no Saros on your list. What do you see in there? Well, uh, I think I just, um, not a big, not like I'm just not super confident in Nashville. I think they're regressing, um, and. Uh, I guess Soros just, I mean, I, maybe I've never had him in any of my pools, but I just, I don't see any, when I compare him to someone like Hellebuck, like what, what has Soros done to make me pick him over someone else on an average team? Um, he doesn't, doesn't really seem like a, I don't think he has a history to back up a, uh, a top 10 pick. That's all. Fair enough. Fair enough. I hope he proves I hope he proves you wrong this year. I hope that it's... I, I don't know if I'll draft him just because of the uncertainty with Nashville, but we'll see. Um, anybody else want to add on to Saros at all? No. No, I think, uh, I, think, I think we're good. We hit we hit the... Uh, we pretty much uh, talked... I mean, Kyle, did you just say you don't think you'll draft him because you don't know about Nashville and then have him number three on your list? <laughs> <laughs> he was so what? good last year that and and yeah okay. i don't know i don't know i supposed to be your rankings i don't think kyle understood the assignment <laughs> i i i really like soros i don't think i would draft him as high as hmm. oh man i don't know i don't know i don't know so you're Thank away list secrets. Is just messed up Thank you away secrets Maybe we should Maybe I'm bluffing you. How about no? Um, moving on to the next one. Hey, did I have this guy last year? Uh, yes. I think. Okay, I so number seven. Yeah. Number seven, Sergei Bobrovsky. I think I picked him up in free agency, right? Because nobody drafted him because yeah. they're like, Bobrovsky's going to be shit like he was like he was um, like the three years prior to that. But Bobrovsky had a great season last year. Um, except for like the last month, month and a half was pretty shaky. Um, but yeah, we had him collectively seventh. I had him sixth on my list. Um, everyone had him pretty, yeah, pretty high. I think similar. the highest, I think the highest ranking for him was Mikey and Aaron. Mikey, you had Bobrovsky fourth. What do you see in there? I mean, he's on Florida. You've obviously seen what Florida did throughout the regular season. Their playoff, their playoffs were kind of cut short. Unfortunately, everybody thought they were going to be contenders for the cup. But not me. Uh, not me. 
<laughs> yeah, besides Corey, <laughs> he's the only one here. Thank you. But I mean, with Barkov, Huberto, Uyghur, you know, these guys are scoring like they were averaging like five, six goals a game, and Bob was getting a bunch of wins and a bunch of fantasy points doing so. So I had him a little bit higher. Do you think that's that so, over to next year now, though, with how different Florida's looking? Yeah, I think they're still going to do well because it's not like they added a shitty player. They got Matt Kachuk. So I, I, it, just, it can go like it can go either way. Bob's been really good at times, and when he plays really well, like he's in the zone and he'll win you the game. But if he's off his game, then it's gonna be it's gonna be a bad night. Question for Aaron. Obviously, Spencer. Uh, Aaron, I have a question for you. Okay. Obviously, Spencer Knight is Florida's like stud prospect in goal. He played a couple all right games last year. He didn't really get involved too, too much. Do you see him taking part of Bobrovsky's crease away this season? I don't think so. Unless Bobrovsky really goes downhill. Like, if he keeps up his play, like, I mean, obviously Knight will play a little bit more, but I don't see it being any less than like a 60 40, if that. Yeah, definitely. They brought in Paul Maurice, correct? As the head coach. Yes. Yes, and he obviously rode Hellebuck yeah. like crazy. So Ooh. it'd be interesting to see if that carries over in Florida. But who knows? <laughs> That's but a really I mean, good point. Did, did Winnipeg have an option as a backup goalie to ride the same well, around Hellebuck? No, but... Laurent Brassois. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Now I am curious, Corey, you don't even have Brassois in your top 10 at all. Is that just because of how Florida's looking this season, or what? Is there a reason to that? Yeah, I don't like Florida. Um, you pretty much said it. <laughs> whoever whoever just said it, they were like, the three seasons prior, he was terrible. But he has a good year, so now everyone has him so high again. Uh, no, he's inconsistent. He just had three terrible years. Florida is always uh, falling short of, well, they're always not doing good. <laughs> So, no, I'm not picking Poprovsky in my top 10. Fair enough. All right, nice. let's move I mean, on yeah. to number six, uh, which, I mean, usually on this podcast, there might be a little bit of Canucks bias, but I think this one kind of sells itself. Our number six pick is Thatcher Demko. He definitely deserves that spot, I would say. I mean, <laughs> Kyle, you are disagreeing to the Canuck bias, aren't you? <laughs> I can hear you laughing in the background. I just find it funny that he's so high on, on a team that has so many question marks, but I also had him eighth in my rankings, the same as you, so, yeah. yeah so I did only have him eighth, but I mean, I can see why he deserves six because he is a full-fledged starting goalie. He's only getting better. I mean, he's been the one to hold the Canucks in so many games, and as we've thought that maybe the Canucks are improving this season, obviously maybe his stats are going to improve as well. Um, let's see, I'll pass it over to Max for your thoughts. Oh, Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I was just nodding my head along with Aaron's points. Um, I'm hoping the Canucks are going to be better this year. They had a rough start last year, as we all know. But with Boudreaux, they kind of picked it up, and Demko's numbers really shot up there. As someone who had him in fantasy, I loved that. Um, and he gets, with Canucks' defense, he faces a lot of shots. <laughs> and he's pretty good, so he saves a lot of them. Um so that's always nice, and that 
I think is why I ranked them exactly number six in mine. Um, yeah, you know, you you know what you're getting with him, and you know, I think he's just scratching the moon. He could be, you know, possible choice for the Vesna this year. That'd be cool Ooh, to see. Hot take. Yeah. Or... All right, let's move right on to number five. I have a soft spot for this guy because he did help me win the championship last season. Uh, Jacob Markstrom. So the reason he ranks this high for me personally is just because he plays so much. Most goalies don't really play the back-to-backs in the regular season schedule, but for some reason, Markstrom was constantly playing those ones. He had, I mean, just so many shutouts last year. He just makes a ton of saves. I mean, just all around, like, a little bit biased maybe on my end here, but he definitely he definitely earned that spot in my opinion um let's see core you had him pretty high actually number four do you want to give us a reason for that just the, the monster year he had last year um calgary is obviously competing they have added to their team they've bolstered their defense and mark them is showing um almost every regular season for a few years now he's gotten better so, so the, uh oh yeah sorry go finish up Corey. Sorry. yeah so i'm i'm i think he's a, a great fantasy pick and actually they've calgary seems to have added a few pieces to their defense um mike what do you what do you how do you think markson will do with an even better uh defense in calgary so i had him number six and i think that's a pretty solid um spot for him on my list I agree with whatever Aaron said because I was going to mention all the shutouts he did and he honestly carried Calgary multiple games. You would see, even against the Canucks, he would, you know, he would just out, like, perform them and then we'd all regret why we didn't get to sign him at, like, points. But he just got a ton of shutouts and he played extremely well for them. And with their defense core, which is still pretty good, they're, and like you said, Corey, they are, uh, they're trying to win a cup. So, He's only going to keep shining, in my opinion. All right, so Kyle, back to you. You have him number nine. Why? Uh, why? Yes. <laughs> um, um, for, yep. for me, um, and the timing of the rankings that we were doing and stuff, I did it before they signed Kadri. Mm. And... Uh, like like now, I would have him much further up the up the chart, um, but at the time, I just didn't think that 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 Calgary would be a team that would be competing for for division spot. I I, I thought that they might be competing for a wild card spot at the time, and and no matter how how good Markstrom is, if if he's letting in more goals than. Uh, and the other team, and he's getting those goals against negative points, and the and the loss negative points. Then, uh, then that would push him down my my rankings. So, just to put you on the spot here, where does he land then on your rankings now that those changes have happened? Oh damn! Um, I would I'd probably have him at seven or six. Um, I still have. Anderson and Campbell ahead of him because I think Carolina and Edmonton are going to finish stronger. So I'd probably have him at six now. 
You Which is higher than max. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so back to Soros again. You have Soros three. So do you think he would be better than Markstrom? <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. Okay. I feel like we're just I'm grilling. Really sure. I feel like we're just grilling him. <laughs> and we'll bring that up um, a few times. With a confident yes. yes. <laughs> Trying to save face with myself for whatever I wrote down on this computer. Um, I think the Soros pick up there was 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 very lofty. Um, yeah. I think it all depends. I, I I think Nashville and Calgary might have pretty similar seasons, so it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say. Like. Like I have to go through this and and uh, and redo my rankings before our fantasy draft. So <laughs> there's a lot of work to be done. This is why I finished last last yeah, year. You don't want to repeat here, Kyle. Jeez. Yeah. I don't want to repeat. I had a couple of strong seasons, and last year was just not not great. Let's move on, please. All right, Mikey, number four. All right, so we're finally finally in the top four, and it's kind of this is a great ranking for. This specific goalie, Jack Campbell. Uh, Mr. Campbell is playing in Edmonton now with McDavid and Dreisaitl, who are going to get him wins. As we all know, they're one, t- like the top five players in the league easily. Their defense is a little bit questionable, so that's what kind of worries me. But he is a great goalie that we've seen play pretty well. And just like the forward core he has in front of him, will score goals. All he needs to do is uh, save some pucks, and I think he'll be okay at number four. And I think the rankings here, by looking at it, uh, myself, Max, oh, oh, sorry, myself, Kyle, and Aaron all had him at, yeah, number uh, number five, number five. So it kind of evens out there. I, th- I think he'll, uh, I think he'll do well. And I think these rankings that we have for goalies will kind of be like the actual rankings when the draft fantasy draft happens but i'm curious what are your guys' thoughts max what do you think uh you think campbell at number four is a good spot for him yeah i mean these rankings are so difficult i know i could easily justify campbell dropping a spot or two markstrom yeah. might have a few spots below campbell currently so you know it's hard to justify but i believe edmonton got better this offseason um added a few i mean re-signed a few pieces during their cup run so or playoff run shouldn't say cup run um so i mean i'm looking for them to continue a strong season and that'll help campbell hopefully even being out of the toronto spotlight will help him as well because i know he had a great start to last season and then when he started faltering off my god the media was on him um (laughs) so We'll have to see how that plays out. I mean, I can see him definitely finishing top five for sure, though. That's where I am. Yeah. All right. It all, so it all depends on if you're. Sorry, Mikey. It all depends on if you get the the Campbell from the first half of the year or the last half of the year yeah. last year. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So number three, the one that I'm most excited about, who I've had on my fantasy team multiple seasons in our league. Freddie Anderson. Freddie Anderson plays on Carolina. Carolina's a top team. He gets wins. Uh, 
plenty of shutouts and his save percentage and goals against is pretty ridiculous. Um, and I believe we all had him at number three, except for a certain somebody that we've already drilled <laughs> on this whole podcast. Anderson at number three is um, fantastic placement for him and i'm going to be picking him up this year in fantasy so don't touch him please um that's my goalie <laughs> kyle that's almost the closest you've been <laughs> are you serious right now <laughs> i was gonna say that's the closest we've all been together but yeah. of course kyle's the one that ruins it hey i want to be different i want to be my own person maybe that's why she had sorrows that high because i didn't want to have the exact same top three as you guys hmm yeah so yeah but uh one. But anyways yeah anderson just from you know looking into players obviously whenever i draft them you have to like do research follow you know kind of follow them anderson's just had consistently good stats when he plays unfortunately he got injured in the playoffs so he wasn't able to play last season i think carolina would have made it farther with him being on the team but third place in my opinion is perfect for him it was before playoffs he got injured, though. So the whole playoffs. Yeah, yeah, before playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. So. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we All can right. move on to the top two. Corey, take it away. Okay. I have the honor of announcing our top two goaltender uh, final goalie rankings uh, for our fantasy picks. Uh, worthy to note is we all agreed on the top two. Um. Yeah. Go, there Kyle. Is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna mess so... that one up. <laughs> God. So, uh, coming in number two, this goalie is Russian. Plays in the East. Played for a team that went far in the playoffs last year. Uh, number two is Igor Shosturkin. Uh, so, a starter for New York Rangers. Uh, we have him up here. Obviously, I'd say arguably the best goalie. One of the best goalies uh, in the league right now. Quickly um, taking over that top spot, I would say. Uh, Rangers are a upcoming team. I mean, heck, they've gone to the third round uh, last, uh, last postseason. They have a ton of young players. They have a ton of... Uh, players in their prime um and just a goaltender who is lights out and yeah i think uh i think two is two and possibly one is a spot from a fantasy uh anyone else got a comment on that one yeah i just want to i want to point out in the playoffs the very first round they played against pittsburgh the first game they went into what overtime was it like three or I think it was four or something. Yeah, like Shesterkin, like he's, you know, he's like a playoff rookie, I'd say. Like he hasn't really played too, too many games. He had like 70 plus saves. Mm. Like, and he, he essentially, with those saves, you know, won him that game. He didn't look tired. Mm. He didn't look gassed out or anything. And he was impressive. Just watching that game was unbelievable. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I think it's almost uh, sky's the limit for this guy. And it's... um. It's gonna be fun to to, uh, to watch him. I think we're looking at the next uh, the next stud in between the pipes uh, for the league. Which leaves us to our number one, which I guess everybody can guess is 
Vasilevsky, goaltender for Tampa Bay. I mean, what's not to say about this guy? He's been um, been the top goalie for the last few years. Obviously, Tampa Bay, um, three straight Stanley Cup finals, a few monster regular seasons. Um, So you you know what you're going to get. He's their starter. He's consistent. Um, I think injury-wise, he... He keeps himself in good shape. You know you're going to get games from this guy. Um, yeah, he's going to be the, the easy, easy pick um, for your fantasy goalie. Only thing I would say is Tampa Bay, I, I don't know how much better they're really going to be. They're, I would say they're probably plateauing. Um, but they're going to have a good regular season. We know that. They have great players. They're a great team. He's a great goalie. He's number one. Love the positivity in our podcast. Finally, yeah, yeah that was great. No yeah. bad notes, except you kind of jinxed them with the whole injury thing. I had to keep in mind. So, oh, I knock on wood. Max, that's because I want you to pick him first, so I can oh. take your circuit. Bro, I can't take a goalie with my like. I can't t- take a top three goalie. I think I'm cursed. With Hellebuck last year, I can't ever again. Can't can't do it. So there you have it. Uh, let me do a quick rundown, I think, of the top 10 goalies. So starting with 10, we have Tristan Jari, Connor Hellebuck, UC Soros, Sergei Bobrovsky, Thatcher Demko, Jaker Markstrom, Jack Campbell, Frederick Anderson, Igor Shosturkin, and at number one, Vasilevsky. There's our Chelstar's top 10 goalie rankings. Nice. Yeah. I think that's decent ranking. Yeah, that seems uh, that seems pretty spot on just from past seasons we've played fantasy. Yeah, <laughs> you just know by the end of this upcoming season, it's not going to look like that at all. <laughs> yeah, absolutely so, not. Can't wait to see. We did have some Stars. dark horses, though, right? We did. Uh, pretty much all kind of grab, like I said at the start. We don't think they're necessarily going to be in the top 10. Uh, maybe they will be, but these are all kind of players that we selected that will exceed expectations in, our, in their opinion. So we'll go through them. Uh, I'm just going to shoot it over to Kyle right away because he's been a hot topic with these goalies. So, And I love, I'm looking at it right now, I really want to hear what he has to say about his dark horse. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So my dark ho- horse is UC Saros. <laughs> No. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, my dark horse is Aiden Hill. Um, obviously, we just talked about him in the first little bit there where he's going to Vegas for a fourth-round pick. Um, my prediction is that he's going to win the starting job. He he was he was a solid goalie back when he was in Arizona as a rookie. Um, obviously, there were kind of too many cooks in the kitchen in, in San Jose, so he, so he kind of got tossed around a little bit there. But I think... I think he's going to have a great season this upcoming year. I was really worried about Vegas's goalie situation going into training camp, but I think with Aiden Hill in his what his third season in in, in the NHL, going to get some serious minutes, and he's not going to have a lot of competition. I think he's, I think he's going to, I think he's going to wow the league. Yeah, fair play. Yeah. Uh, Anybody else have any comments on that? No, I mean, I think him and Thompson could make a good tandem. 
especially if they're not playing like a starter job, like 50-50 or whoever wins that starter job, like Kyle mentioned. Um, you know, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, it's a good pickup for them. Cheap. Yeah, for so sure. I, I think I'll just start with my dark horse then and I'll pass it over afterwards or whoever wants to chime in. Uh, I got John Gibson, who I know a few of you guys had him in your top 20. I didn't have him at all, though. Um, you know, it's someone that went Anaheim with a lot of their signings recently. They're kind of, you know, changed up their team a little bit. Um, better defense. I know Gibson was quite an elite goalie couple of years ago he had a bit of off few off years now but if he can regain any sort of form anaheim is looking much better uh into this season and again like we've talked about before it's someone who plays a lot of games who's a, so that's a big factor for fantasy for fantasy managers that you know need that and whatnot so i'll pass it over to aaron okay so my dark horse is a bit of an interesting one um Jonathan Quick. So it's interesting for me to pick him because I picked this guy up in free agency last year. I think I owned him for maybe a week and a half before I dropped him again. Um, But I do think in a deeper league, he could be a really safe goalie to have just looking at how LA has improved a little bit this year. I mean, he's probably still going to be the starter and play a fair bit of games. So he could be a pretty solid option for a deeper goalie in your roster. All right, let's throw it on over to Corey. Let's hear your dark horse. Yeah, my dark horse. I had Carter Hart. I know what you. I know what you're thinking. Carter Hart sucks and is terrible. I'm never taking him in my pool. And you're 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 fair to, to think that way. But uh, if we flash back a few years, remember what an unbelievable rookie season this kid had. Um, I think it's not too out of the woods to think he can replicate that. Um, Philly is. I don't really know how, again, I don't know what we're expecting out of Philly, but they definitely want to do well. So, um, also, who is Philadelphia's backup? Um, if you know, please go uh, go on to our Instagram, message us, because I really want to know. Um, so, let me know, because other than Carter Hart, I don't know who's playing gold for them. <laughs> so, uh, weird that's why, <laughs> that's why um, he's my dark horse. I think... Um, I, I, I wouldn't be too uh, surprised to see a, a, a comeback uh, a year for our for our heart. Okay. Uh, and uh, let's go at Kyle. Or, no, we did Kyle's Dark Horse already? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think yeah, we're... Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, that's... And, uh, those what are about me? Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, there we go. Don't matter. <laughs> to Mikey. I think my Dark Horse is the winner of Dark Horses. Um, Mr. Vinny Huso the Detroit Red Wings. He um he killed it in the St. Louis season he had. He took over the starting spot from Bennington, putting Bennington on the bench up until uh kind of like end of the season playoffs came around. But Huso on Detroit now adds a great goaltending factor plus the other additions that they made with Perron and Cop and so on. A couple uh people on defense. I think he's gonna have a good season there. Yeah. It's a good one. All right. I know uh, I know. we've discussed a lot about goalies and fantasy, but we love talking about this. We do have D-men to do, defense. We did top 10 defense as well. Yes, we do. 
And I'm going to kick us off with the defense rankings, uh, starting at number 10. Number 10, we have Darnell Nurse. Um, now, from my understanding, I had him the highest, um, and people want to know why. So I will tell you. Uh, I, don't, I don't agree with it. That's, uh, that's fair, and you can disagree. That's your right. But I had... Um, where did I have Nurse? I had him number six. six. I had him number six because if we're talking point and we're talking Edmonton and we're talking the defenseman that's going to be on the ice the most for Edmonton, that's Darnell Nurse. So really, he's got to pass the puck uh, across his blue line and then just kind of just kind of watch. Just kind of just kind of enjoy the show from uh, McDavid and the boys. Um, and the assist will come. I, I thought he had a few, a few more points, uh, higher points under his belt before I, you know, immediately when I when I looked it up, I was like, oh geez, he hasn't even hasn't even had a forty point year or maybe one forty point year. But um, that's okay. He's going to be on the ice. He's a he's a minute cruncher, um, and they like to score that team. So you're you're going to get points out of this guy if you pick him. Any uh, any any naysayers out there? Mike. Who disagrees with me? Yeah, I just don't. Uh, I just don't think he's top ten. I didn't even have him in my list of top ten. I had Theodore, like Shea Theodore, over him, which uh, seems like not too many people had besides uh, Kyle. Looks like. Uh, I mean, yeah, I I just had. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, I just had. I just. I just don't think he's top 10. He definitely I mean, has good players in front of him for sure, but yeah. I'm just thinking Oilers power play. He's there. The puck's in the net. Points are being made. Is, it, is he on their top line power play though? He's or not. is it like Evan Bouchard now? It's kind of Bouchard. I know they sometimes even run five forwards. and they also Oh, and Barry's on that team. Barry, so. Yeah. He's a minute cruncher, but as a guy who's who's owned him in fantasy for one and a half seasons, because I traded for him this past season. Thanks, Kyle. Um, he just yeah, no worries. How'd that go? <laughs> it went well. You got a guy who went on the IR. <laughs> oh yeah, that sucked. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, for whatever he's making, he better get points. So there's that. Okay. <clears throat> Moving on to number nine. Now, this one, I don't know if I really agree with, but I will talk about uh, nonetheless. We have Chris Letang at number nine. Um, now, I probably had him the lowest. Of, well, I didn't have him. Not okay, even I'll on say your that. list. Yeah. Um, but he was pretty highly ranked with our friends Max and Mikey, who had him at nine, and Aaron, who had him at eight. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I'll I'll start with the naysaying, and then I'll probably hand it to Aaron to argue with me. But I'm Latang. Well, I'm looking at okay. We know he's good, but you know he's 35. They're an older team. Also, this guy is injury prone. You really want to. Draft this guy for half the year? I mean, no. 
I don't. <laughs> no. Aaron? Corey, isn't Sidney Crosby 35? Yeah, yeah. An injury pro? <laughs> An injury pro? Uh, yeah, but look, Sid the kid, you can't, you can't put, you can't hold anyone else up to up to Sid the kid. Okay, I don't, I don't care if Crosby plays one game in the whole year. I'm still taking him, <laughs> but uh, I'm not taking the thing. Okay, he doesn't. He's, the upside isn't there. He's 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 a uh, an averagely good defenseman that will get hurt. Okay, so on the opposite end now here, I mean, he didn't, he wasn't that high for me, number eight, but I think my reasoning here was that he's just, in our point system, very well-rounded. Like, he hits a lot, he blocks a lot, he gets a fair bit of points, still plays a lot of ice time, so he's, other than maybe some injury problems, he's a pretty safe pick. He's done pretty well the last couple years consistently, and I mean, I guess you never know, but I do think Pittsburgh might be a little better this year, so I'm hoping that'll help his stats as well. Yeah, anybody else? Any thoughts on that? No, I think you hit it right over the head on that one. Um, To be honest, I forgot about Thomas Chabot. (laughs) I I definitely would have ranked Chabot over Latang if I remembered doing the rankings, but it is what it is. Like you said, Latang is going to put up some points. He does play on the power play as well, so, yeah. Yeah, as someone who's had him in fantasy, I'll gladly take him again just because he's just so well-rounded in our format. Um. Top power play. I'm pretty sure that's undoubtedly going to be the same this year. Although, who knows what his deployment will be like. I know they traded for Jeff Petrie. Um, so that could, you know, cause a little bit of stir there. Um, but I'll gladly take him. That's why I had him in top 10 still. So I'll move on here. So I got the next point here. So I got the former rookie of the year, Moritz Sider. Mm. Coming off of a monster year for Detroit, who was not that great of a team, but my God, was this kid an exciting <laughs> player to watch. Uh, it, I, I, even in our format, he was a gruesome hitter. You know, didn't take shit from any, anyone. He was in the nose of everyone. Um, you know, a player that you'd love to have. And, I mean, l- looking forward to this season, they're looking to get better, and they... Like Mikey mentioned, made a few off. I wouldn't even say a few, many off-season additions, and he's their number one guy. So I think, you know, he's gonna be even better. I hope. No sophomore slump, hopefully. <laughs> so I mean, more or less everyone kind of had him around the same rankings. Uh, Corey, you had him number four. I want to immediately go to you on that. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that's pretty high, I admit. But, hey, we'll stick with it. Um, he's young. He's going to get better. I, I, I would probably take him. I would take the upside that he has over someone who I kind of know what they're going to get. You know what I mean? Like, I would take... Still. Yeah, yeah. Lot, thank you, Aaron. There's a lot of potential. Uh, oh gosh, <laughs> he got uh, 50, like 50 points last year. Is no small number, and and Detroit also. Okay, like they've got a good goalie now. They've got young players that are getting better, like uh, Lucas Raymond. You know, they got Larkin. They've got all these young players. Um, so like, I like the the potential they're building, and uh, I think he's pr- he could have like a like a 
big year. Um, so that's why I had him so high. So, so what's the difference between the potential that Cider brings and the potential that Soros brings? <laughs> Soros didn't bring. What potential does Soros bring? He was third in Vesna last year. He stole like half the games for Nashville. He was oh. not a real goalie. So you're saying you oh. should have kept them in fantasy. I'm aware <laughs> of the mistakes I've made, and I plan to not duplicate them in the coming months. What you're also saying is you're going to pick them up early in the draft. That could be a play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right, Matt. Uh, <laughs> number seven. Right. Cool. Okay. We need a, we need a counter of how many times we've gotten to Saros. Yeah. Uh, so right. yeah, we can move on here. Uh, going to number seven, uh, another player I loved having this past season, Devontae's. Um, great player. Uh, Kyle can vouch for him a lot. Um, I'll pass pass it over to him in a minute here, but. I mean, plays with Makar. I think that's enough said. Um, <laughs> you know, I think I, I'm looking at now. He was a plus 52, which is ridiculous. Um, plays on the second power play on a team that is just absolutely loaded. Um, and I mean, there's not, a lot not to like here. You know, I'll pass it over to Kyle now. Um. Yeah. I, I can't say enough great things about him. It's it's not even like the fact that he like plays with Makar, because when he's playing away from Makar too, he's just as productive. Um so Colorado last year, I, I just had to look up this stat because I forget the exact number, obviously, but with Devon Taves last year in the lineup, Colorado was fifty one, nine, and six. <laughs> and there's periods of time when they were missing Rantanen, Lanskog, McKinnon, Makar. Like like a bunch of their core pieces but yeah 51 9 and 6 when Taves is in the lineup he's such a valuable player and he's gonna get paid in a couple of years I'd, I'd say he's one of the top like two-way defensemen in the league and and he's just sneaky about it too he's just really consistent great first pass great at moving the puck knows how to score if he needs to knows how to play defense there's like he, he was throughout the playoffs he was always playing the most talented players on the other team he wasn't necessarily playing with Makar at all times maybe he was playing with Johnson or one of the other defensemen too um, but he just super shut down role but he's still producing in that role too I could go on it for a while longer but I'm gonna pass it back yeah. <laughs> thank you yeah I mean if anyone else has any points Tad. I mean, I think we can all talk a lot about his positive attributes, but somebody who didn't list him at all in the top 10, Corey, what negative attributes did you think made him be out of that Shit. list? Uh, what negative attributes? Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> or did you just forget about him? Uh, I just, I don't know. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, I, th I think he's just sneaky, like Kyle said. Like, I don't, I don't really, I haven't watched, I haven't watched him play a lot, so it's just kind of like sneaky. But he's he's also he's not the number one on the team, so yeah, I'm not picking him that high. Sorry. He doesn't play first power play line as well. He he plays second, which um, how Colorado operates is they'll run their first unit a minute and twenty seconds to a minute and thirty seconds. So Taves on the power play only gets 
maybe 30 to 40 seconds to actually get points. So a lot of the time, the power plays are right off by the time he's, he's, he's on the ice. Yeah, exactly. Fair enough. <laughs> and Kyle, do you want to kick us off? Number six? Oh, is it my turn now? Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so number six, we're going to Corey's favorite team, Florida. Uh, looking <laughs> at Ekblad. Um, coming off a pretty gruesome injury at the end of the last regular season. Um, I think the big question mark surrounding him is going to be just staying healthy, but all the rest of the last season, he was he was unreal. Who who had him? Was it was it Aaron? Not last year. No, I believe it was Rayhan. It was Rayhan, the vulture. Yes, the vulture. Perfect. Yeah. No, like. So I, I mean, none of us can really speak to 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 how he performed for their team last year, but um, I know Aaron's a big fan of him, and we'll always pick him up when when she gets oh, a chance. Yeah. Yep. My thing with Ekblad, I mean, I rated him fourth which is a little bit higher than most of you had him and definitely being optimistic about his injuries hopefully not occurring again but i mean with Uyghur gone he's the guy in florida it's kind of just him i mean there's no one else really that played the minutes that him and Uyghur did so i see him getting a lot of ice time a lot more opportunities and hopefully if he stays healthy he can just perform like he's been the last couple seasons yeah Absolutely, absolutely, and, and and he usually plays a shutdown role, I imagine, because they don't really ha- have anyone else that yeah that can really keep up with with I mean, what other teams are in the division? Butcherov, let's say, and and Stamkos and Point, like they don't really have, have a lot of defensemen on that team that can keep up with them. So he's the he's one... he's producing, and he's also playing that shutdown role. The one thing with Ekblad too that kind of isn't the best is that Florida usually does run five forwards lately we've seen on their power play. So he isn't really getting power play time, which does sort of lower his ranking in my opinion, maybe a little more than I had him. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's definitely a big factor as well, especially in our league how far the pa- the power play points go, so. Yeah. Um next on the list at five the john carlson um he's he's kind of a fun pick because you never know how he's gonna do um a couple years ago i think it was two years ago he was far and away the best defenseman in our league um just based off of primary assists on the power play to Ovi, i think Yeah. yeah but then last year he was kind of a bit farther down there so real hit and miss guy i think we all had him in the in like the five to seven range except for max max you got him at 10 what's the reasoning for that yeah aaron and i both had him in 10 and to be honest it was purely because i forgot about him until <laughs> i already had the list made i think shabbat was at number 10 and then i was like oh yeah carlson's a thing oh i guess i'll just have to slot him here <laughs> so i mean i can See him definitely jumping up. I know last year they had a real tough year with their goaltending. So uh, one would assume with if he can keep up his good production offensively, then defensively his on-ice you know, save percentage will go up. And, you know, and that's a good thing for us in fantasy. Um, not that plus-minus makes the biggest difference, but defensively as long as they have Kemper and Net, so, you know, a little bit safer in regards there. So you might have a similar season um, for him this upcoming year. 
So I can definitely put him higher than 10th. Um, but he's in there at least. <laughs> Aaron, how about you? Are you keeping him at 10 even after this, these discussions? To be honest, I feel like my ranking was still out of a lot of bitterness from when I had him two years ago. Um, <laughs> that was when I traded. I gave Max Latang and I took Carlson. And that was just, he did not perform like I expected him to. So, I mean, maybe, maybe that affected my rankings a little bit. But, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, to be honest. Maybe he could go, like, eight or nine. But I don't really think he's going to be that much higher. We shall see. I have a, I have a, I have a comment on Carlson because I had him, I had him five. I think I had him fifth. Um, I've had him a couple times. The thing about Carlson, which I did pretty well with him, is with like you have to pair him up with mm-hmm. another point getter, like a top liner on Washington. I had him, Ovechkin and Kucherov. Ah, oh, Kucherov, sorry, Kuznetsov. <laughs> at one point, <laughs> at one point, and like every night they played they would put up numbers. So as long as Carlson is like kind of paired up with like an Ovechkin or somebody who else, somebody else who gets points on that team, he's a killer fantasy pick. Yeah. I Great advice. I, I like that. You. Every uh, time I uh, faced you, it, yeah. it was all three of them combining on the same goal and I hated it. And w- which is, yeah, which is why I'm saying like, you know, if Ovechkin's getting a goal, you know you're going to get an assist from Carlson most likely type of thing. Yeah. All right, so uh, I got number four, and at number four we have Roman Yossi. Roman Yossi's coming off a fantastic season, probably his best season he's had. He's got he went he had ninety six points in eighty games, which is unreal for a defenseman. His numbers were crazy. I had him in fantasy this season, and he was my best D man. He did all the work for me on D. Um, I think he's gonna go high. Again, I don't know if he's going to have as good of a season, but you know he's a guy that's going to put up numbers for Nashville, and I I really like this pick. What do you guys uh What do you guys think about him? Because oh, Aaron Aaron had him a little bit lower than uh. Yeah, okay, Ekblad over Yossi. Yeah, myself yeah. uh myself Max myself and Max had him even spot there. Let's go. I mean in our in our pool I was just looking at our stats for our defense from last year he was the second best defense last season for our points totals but I just feel like that was such an inflation from what he's done in the last few years and with the way Nashville is looking I don't think they're quite as strong as a team as the people in my top four are on so I just feel like that support isn't quite there for his stats as much as some other people yeah fair enough he was also up for the Norris. I get why McCart won, but <laughs> I think he should have been a very, very, very close second with the way he played. Oh, he had a great year. Yeah, there's no doubting that, but I just don't see it carrying over as much. Yeah, because a couple of years before that, too, he was much lower on the list, even though he's playing Unreal <laughs> a couple of years back. He still didn't have like the same amount of fantasy points as he did last year. He was, he was killer last year. Yeah. He had over... In our scoring system, he had over double the amount of fantasy points this season than the year before that. So that doesn't really seem sustainable to me. No, not at all. I mean, that was a shortened season, so it's hard to... That is true, actually. You know what? We would have to look at the averages, but... It's hard to kind of look at last season for 
points like that. But I know he didn't have the greatest year last year. This year he came out and was an animal. So <laughs> Nashville looking to see if he can do that this year. I mean, I really doubt he'll hit 96 again. Um, you can probably look for him to top out at a point per game, but I don't see him going any further than that. But that's still a great fantasy defenseman to have. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> okay. So moving on to the top three. So at number three, we have the man himself, Victor Hedman. Victor Hedman is just an overall from defense to offense. To, honestly, any pool system, any fantasy pool system you guys run, he's like one of the top D-men you should be taking in at least the top three rounds, in my opinion. He puts up points, hits. He's always on the ice as well for power play. Gets a ton of minutes, obviously. We know he plays with Kucherov, Stamkos, Braden Point, all those guys. So top three, that's a that's a perfect spot for him. Yeah, I do want to point out, though, three of us had do have him at second place. Kyle, you had him fourth, and Corey fifth. So I feel like he could have finished second in average rankings. So I do want to hear your guys' points on that, because it clearly that did impact him not finishing second. Yeah, yeah I didn't want him to finish second, so I put him lower. <laughs> i don't know uh i think i'm just like tampa bay can't be the best always so i don't think i think like this year they they're they're probably gonna regress a little bit man's played a lot of hockey these last few years you know probably uh, i'm not gonna jinx it again but you know that's just probably what i'm thinking like last season, he had 85 points in 82 games with 65 assists. Wow. So okay. he's, wow. he's crazy at, you know, feeding the puck, moving uh, the puck. He's sure. always getting – he's always on the score sheet all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, Tampa can't always be the best, but Hedman – Hedman can always be the best, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you convinced me. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, he's pretty good. I don't know why I put him that low. All right, let's move into. You really like cider. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I love cider. (laughs) Apple cider. All right. (laughs) Okay. All right, top two. So coming in at number two, we have Adam Fox, which I mean, it's kind of sells itself in that point. I mean, he had a really good season. We can all say he's only getting better. The Rangers are only getting better. He did have 63 assists, half of which were on the power play, almost a little over half, I think. So, I mean, in our league, he was pretty solid for those. He doesn't hit as much, but he gets lots of blocks. And, I mean, just all around, he's been really solid. Uh, Max, you had a comment about his injury. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I mean, I would say he definitely would have finished higher last year in at least our rankings and just overall, <laughs> overall the leagues. Um I know he, I, I don't know exactly how long he missed. It would have been it was around the All Star break, if I'm correct. So it was around three four weeks, um, I think. I, I'm going off of what I remember. Um, so he would have been up there. So I mean, this year I'm looking for him to continue to be the same. The Rangers are going to be good, and I do, I am kind of laughing in right now because Aaron mentioning over half of his assists were on the power play. 
Uh, you can definitely thank Chris Kreider for that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I all those. Yeah, you're welcome, Mikey. I'll be expecting yeah, I... to do a couple more trades with you this season. No, not you're the only one. I'm not doing it with. Let me just. I say, say the same thing because he wins every single trade I I yeah, do with him. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, let me just say I'm taking Adam Fox before I take Victor Hedman, uh, and I'm doing that because Fox is going to have a better year than he did last year, and Hedman's going to have a worse year than he did last year. And uh, it looks like, uh, for once, Kyle agrees with me. I was going to say I can't believe I just said that, but I completely agree <laughs> with you, Corey. <laughs> Sweet. Awesome. Well, I feel like there's a pretty good consensus on that pick, so let's move right on to our number one pick, where it was also clearly unanimous, Kale McCarr. I mean, not much to say about that. He is clearly what I would call the best defense in the league right now, only getting better offensively and defensively. I'll just throw it to the floor. Any comments about him that aren't obvious? Uh, this guy is Everything's obvious. so freaking obvious. good. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I mean, he's good. He's good. Like, <laughs> he's good. He's good. He's uh, he'll he'll go uh, he'll go first round for one of us. Yeah. yeah. Who's gonna be the one to take him? Mm-hmm. I think everyone wants him. Aaron's been the one to always take him. It's true. Another very important key piece to my championship last year, I must say. And probably the year before that. Did I have him the year before that too? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Wasn't this his second year in the league? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. Oh, <laughs> wait. Who, who? No, no. Graham had him the year before that. Graham, had, oh, Graham picked no, him in like the fourth I... round. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that really concludes our uh, <clears throat> defenseman rankings. Uh, we're going to go through Dark Horse picks here real quick because I know we probably went a little longer than we should have. But I hope you are enjoying and you've made it this far. And thank you if you have. Uh, so I'll, I'll start us off. Um, I'm going, we've talked a, a fair bit about Florida and their defense. And we talked about Ekblad and how he's the top man there. Uh, I'm going for the man that is replacing Uyghur in my mind. Uh, at least the best that he can do so. With Gustav Forsling. Uh, very much a dark horse pick. I'm not saying he's going to finish top 10, maybe not even top 20 for defensemen, but he'll be probably the biggest riser in my mind. Uh, You're looking at him possibly playing with Ekblad, 5-on-5. He might man the second power play unless, like we said, they do five forwards. Um, I think, yeah, it could be a very interesting pick to keep an eye on in my mind. So I'll pass it over to let's let's go with Mikey since he got neglected last time. <laughs> yeah, thanks Corey uh, for that one last time. <laughs> um, so I'm not gonna try to be biased here, but my dark horse is Quinn Hughes, and I can back up why he's gonna be my dark horse in our pool specifically with like you know block shots and hits. You know he doesn't do a ton of that. He's more an offensive guy as we know, but in a pool where it's kind of strictly based on a point system with goal with goals assists and plus minus and so forth um he's he puts up assists he'll get you he'll get he gets assists on like almost every goal that they're out there for pretty much 
I would say, whenever they kind of get a goal, whether it be on the power play or even strength. He's always one of the guys that gets an assist. He had 60 assists last season, which is crazy. Only eight goals. Hopefully he'll get some more this season, but 60 assists for him being 22 years old is a, is a crazy number. So I'm going to put him as my dark horse. Yeah, I like it as a Canucks fan. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Aaron, you got a... Okay, you got so a, I have some interesting, interesting ones one. here. I have my first one here. It's a little bit of a deep dark horse. Really good, I would say, if you're in a bangers league, the league that really values hits. He had over four hits a game average last year. Uh, another Canuck, Luke Shen. Somebody that I don't think we've ever owned in our league, but he's always sort of been the top of the free agency as far as, like, he just quite almost makes the cut. So, I mean, you never know. If you're in a really deep league looking for somebody who hits a lot, I think he's the guy to go to for that. My true dark horse, though, would be Bowen Byram, Colorado. He's somebody who hasn't really had a chance to play enough games to prove himself yet, but when he has... He's shown a lot of potential. I mean, he's on Colorado top pairing or second pairing. He's going to get good ice time with really good players. So I think he'll be a really good pick this year. I think Kyle would agree that's a good pick. <laughs> I really like Byram. It'll be interesting to see how how he fits into the like the defense lines next year because um, Sam Gerrard is still kind of that top four defenseman for us, which pushes Byram down to top six. So, yeah. Could go either way. He he could have a huge breakout season, or he could kind of have a quieter season as he, as he keeps on discovering himself and getting healthy consistently. Yeah. How about you give us your pick for the Dark Horse? Uh, actually, can, can Corey go first, and then I'll oh. take up the rear? Fair enough. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Um, my dark horse pick. Uh, so another dark horse from Philadelphia. Again, I'm not really sure what to expect from them, but I'm going with Tony D'Angelo. Um, this guy, probably the, obviously a fan favorite. Everybody likes this guy, so I don't know why he doesn't get picked more. Um, no, obviously kidding here. I think he gets overlooked sometimes just for, um, well, the off ice kind of issues he's caused or some maybe some people have their bias they don't want to pick this guy or um this and that but he's uh performed his last two full years he's got about 50 points in in each of those seasons uh he's gonna be manning the power play at philadelphia um so i'm not gonna hesitate to to take this guy um new team the little could be uh Obviously, Carolina was very good, so I don't know what to expect with Philly. But, uh, yeah, don't overlook this guy. I'm going with D'Angelo. Good stuff. Good stuff. We'll see how that turns out. Um, okay. Philly is always that wild card. We'll, hopefully, they have a better season next year. Right. And and with Torp's coaching. Yeah. <laughs> so, I implore you to to draft him and, and let me know how it goes. <laughs> don't blame you if it goes poorly <laughs> yeah, yeah they, I, I am not liable over under 40 games in Philadelphia before he before isn't he, he, he's, he has years signed isn't he two, two year deal I think oh okay 
So mm-hmm. we'll see if he survives half a season. Also, Ryan Ellis is, I don't know, unaccounted for. I don't know how he's doing with injury status. So D'Angelo uh, will... Ch- chances are Ellis misses next season, and there's a small chance his career is over as well. Yeah, that's yeah. unfortunate. You know, okay. That opens up a spot. Okay, Kyle, who you um, got? I'll take up the rear for the dark horse. Um, my pick this year is going to be um, Miko Heiskanen. Miko? That's the first name, right? Heiskanen on Dallas. Um, I think he is going to be much more active in the play and just going to be able to produce a lot more since... Rick Bonus is out as head coach, and we are Miro. Thank you. Yeah, Sorry, Miro. Close. No cigar. Um, since Pete DeBoer is going to be head coach, I, th- I think there's going to be a lot more um, Heiskanen jumping up in the play and just being able to produce a lot more. I could see him because because a couple of years ago in the playoffs he was unreal. Like like he he was part of the reason why Dallas made it so far in in the playoffs. And I could see him re- returning to that form under a new coach that actually wants him to play like that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's that's about that. Anybody else got anything on him? I'm I mean, the only one who had him in, in my rankings at all. That's surprising because this guy is a stud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I kind of want to add him. I like that as a dark horse pick. I just wish I could have squeezed them in later on. Yeah. <laughs> there's just so Absolutely. many to choose from. Yeah, oh, there's there's so many, and then you don't know how they're going to do. It's just so up and down, yeah. Um, so I think that's it for that topic. Um, I just got a little bit to add. This is going to be the f- our first edition of a, of a fan question. Um, one of the guys I work with, Will, started listening to the podcast, and... He asked me a great question when we were filling filling racks the other day, um, and that question was, "Who is the most mediocre goalie in the league?" So our our goal with this is just to get um, all the listeners' answers. Uh, we're gonna make a post on our Instagram. Um, what's the at Mike e, or Max? Uh, at Chell Stars. At Chell Stars. Cool. So we're gonna make a post at Shell Stars about who we think the most mediocre goalie is, um, but we want you guys to comment on it. We want to go over some of the answers at the start of next week's episode. Um, so head over there, shoot us a follow, drop a comment, and um, if you feel like debating in the comments, keep it healthy. Um, that's about that. D- does anyone want to give their picks? I'm going to keep mine secret and, and bring that into the next episode. Yeah, I'll wait till next week as well. Yeah. I'll probably wait mainly because Kyle sprung this on us about <laughs> right before recording it, and I've been debating who mine should be the whole time. So perfect, Corey. I I'm I'm shocked that you want to keep your your answer secret. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep mine. I do want to say though, we will be picking one, um, uh, uh one uh random person from the comments, and they win a free card. Sorry, a free what? A free one. Just kidding. Uh, no, yeah, but it's on Corey. It's on. We, we we do we do really want to hear our, uh, 
our viewers answers so please uh, let us know comment and uh and uh we will give you a shout out yeah we'd like to gain more fan interaction um keep growing you know get as many comments going we'd love to hear your feedback i know it might be hard for podcasts it's a lot different than kind of other social media platforms um but we'd love to hear it in any way possible now speaking of shout outs max you had a shout out you wanted to give this podcast oh yeah i i i brought this up because um i won't go to it in too too much detail but i know the podcast host we use we can briefly see where kind of our listeners are coming or listening from and i would love to shout out the individual who is from belgium uh i can see there we can see there's six downloads from belgium uh, i'm not gonna say what place just to keep your privacy maybe um six downloads we have six episodes dope. so i'd so I love to i, I want to know that's the same person so if you are please try and find us on instagram i would love to hear your feedback and if you are coming back and it's the same person I, I love you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think that about wraps it up for us this week. We will be back next week with some more fantasy talk. I think we'll be getting into center and winger rankings then. So again, give us your thoughts on our Instagram. Uh, wherever you're listening to our podcast, please review, give us a rating. Let us know what you think we can do better. And as always, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.